If only we were as punctual as the clock king, we would have been on time. Yeah, the irony of us being late for a yes. episode does not escape us whatsoever. It does not. And what's funny about it is like it, the main reason is because we were talking about a movie <laughs> before this uh, started, because over the weekend, uh, me and the, the young lady went to see um, um, a man called Otto. Is man called Otto or lamed Otto? Called Otto, right? Uh, um, um, uh, a, man, a man called Otto. Otto, yes. Because yeah. it's based on the novel A Man Called Uva. Okay, there you go. And uh, yeah, we were just kind of just talking about how great that is. And I'll talk about it. You know, I'll even, uh, um, you know, hype it up even more tomorrow on Film Chunky Live because we really enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Don't sleep on it. Good, good, good performance by Tom Hanks. Everything, you know. And of course, it's based on a fabulous book that I've already read twice. Yeah. So check out the book. I mean, it's, 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 I was like, with this movie coming out, like, like low-key hype for it because it's like i've read the book twice already and <laughs> i'm ready to see this and i saw it opening day yeah so now it's, it's time yeah. yes the clock the time puns did not stop oh yeah this episode. big so time just... i don't know how many freaking puns if only we could uh count them all hail to the casual batman good to see eric good to see you venom good to see you ryan uh we got uh pretty fly for a filipino guy always good to see you yes tet clock king we got mama film junkie here too good to see ya good to see you good to see you good to see you yes question how many times i know there this oh one God, was, i lost count i just more you know. more than the first uh appearance of the clock king that's for sure felt like but man yeah we're talking about of course time what is it time out of joint uh and this was like when i was I love this episode. First off, this is one of those that has that has stuck with me because, it, well, just the sci-fi aspect of it. It's like an episode that Christopher Nolan probably is like, oh, if we could only do something with this, because this is right up his alley when it comes to his uh, his sci-fi, you know, ways and time and everything like that. Because man, I just. It's it's got some cheese, of course. It's what oh my you know. God, have cheese. It was cheesier than I remembered it being. Yeah. Be oh, and yeah. there's one thing that if we, we want to talk about cheese, I want to know if you and I, because we do this sometimes, like our brains are weirdly on the same wavelength. There's yeah. something that happens in this episode that I want to know if your brain where my brain went to. Okay. Just, okay. just gonna just gonna say that. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, all right. We'll see what happens when it comes to that but uh yeah i mean this is the return of the clock king and uh yeah it's um um again it's just one of those that just hold i mean i i just i remember there's like certain like frames that just were like stuck in my head that i was like oh yeah i'm i could have probably even just done this without re-watching it but it's always good to rewatch it again because it has i been actually i actually needed to rewatch really? it because i okay. know oh, i remembered it i mean i remembered like generally how the plot went like i remember the big things like i remember the device being stuck on the batmobile yeah. i remember i remember them getting on the uh on the bat cycles and getting to zoom through I remember a particular joke Robin made. I was like, that's of in this course. episode. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Um, but I didn't remember as many time puns. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, wow, this they really went, they went hard on the time puns on this one. Probably really because did. of Robin. That's probably yeah, why this a, one. 
this is a Batman and Robin episode, obviously with the opening and, you know, I, you know, it's a great opening. I love the music. Obviously, you know, it's just a bunch of clips from mainly uh, Robin's Reckoning that we always talk about when they show the opening. You know, it's not as cool as uh, obviously the original Batman, the animated series opening, but I do love the music. Just listening to that, you know, that whole thing. Because uh, it's yeah. all Shirley Walker. It's all like, Shirley Walker. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting episode started uh i noticed that this was a dan reba directed episode uh -huh. and i i didn't make the connection immediately but i did a little research and the fact that this episode was directed by dan reba who did, did like three or four episodes in season one but like directs like half the episode mm. season two uh his name always pops into my head more because he becomes a lot more involved when it comes to superman the animated series like, like he's one of those creators that like, I know what he, like, I know what he looks oh, like. Okay. Like, so he's been in enough like video commentaries or documentaries that it's like, when you say Dan Reba, like, like, you know, his face. Yeah. I know his face, uh, but there's a reference this episode makes that makes it really cool that Dan Reba directed this episode. And I'll point it out when we get to okay, it. But, cool. But I, it was literally the first note I wrote was, oh, directed by Dan Reba. And <laughs> and then and then the connection was made later. I went, oh, no, that's funny. Oh, sweet. I can't wait for but that. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to it. But yeah, it starts off at the Gotham Auditorium and, you know, charity. Obviously, we got we got Bruce. It's funny because um, this scene almost gave me Batman 66 vibes a little bit because because he got you got you got. Bruce and Dick there in their tuxedos and everything. So it's just like, you know, and of course, Dick is just like going, what the, he's so bored. And you automatically, Bruce is like bored. And then he's just like 10 minutes. This has only been 10 minutes, 10 minutes for you, 10 hours for me. And there was a part of me that now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a times relative joke. Yeah. Like if you think about the fact that this entire deals with relativity and time yes. dilation and then mm -hmm. to realize that they were smart enough to open on a time is relative joke exactly. i was just like okay that's something for the older that that's 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 something for the older people to go oh i see what you did there. yep yep yeah we know what you did there um you know so it, it, but i just like you know of course the dynamic between bruce and uh you know because bruce is all about the charity and then it's like hey i'm gonna spend some money i mean especially like you have an egg that's like 600k and he's just of course or was it the egg that's 600k i don't know maybe it was that no he paid clock, 600 the for the clock yeah, the clock yeah. is 600k but there was like an egg that they showed too and then he's like yeah, i wouldn't even use it yeah, because veronica Ellen won that one so i was like i appreciated the shout out for veronica i was like oh there yeah okay cool that's right she's there too yeah and then um and then, of course, we get to see the Clock King first off, and we're just kind of, you know, if you watch this fresh, you kind of go, okay, what the hell is going on? Because obviously it's just, you see the shadow, which is, I, I think that's a cool little, like, whoop, and you just kind of, I, I love that noise that this device makes. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, the real, yeah, the, it, it, it makes a really cool sound effect. It does. Yeah, it really I, does. Yeah. No, it's a cool little sound effect that I like that it makes. Um, um, and then, of course, okay, so we're here, and 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 she's he scares the crap out of the lady that's got like the brochures or like the whatchamacallits that they have when it comes to all this and uh, the programs. The programs. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. So I, this is why this is why this works. When I can't think of it, Scott knows exactly what I'm what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah. So and then 
Dick actually ends up seeing the Clock King in a big, huge mirror. You mean he like, clocks him? That's right. Clock puns. Yes. No, but yeah. Uh, but <laughs> clocks him. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, but yeah, he sees him in the mirror, a big mirror. And then it was just like one of those, like, you know, of course he tells Bruce, but he's already vanished by that whole time. But by that time, but then of course with that big, huge clock, which I think it was, uh, it was King King. What's his, I didn't write it down. Who owned this clock? Didn't they say like King? Something? Oh, it was Louis, Louis the, 16th. the 16th. I thought it was somebody. Because that was the husband of Marie Antoinette. Gotcha. Okay, so that's what it was. Um, and it's funny too. Okay, so it vanishes, obviously. And then, of course, like I said, Batman 66 vibes. You have them to look at each other in their tuxedos. Time to run. Run out of there. I don't know. I just got, that's what I read. I was like 66 vibes because it's like time to get in our other suits, which I thought, cool. I like that. You just need to, you just need a bat pole for them to slide. Pretty down. much, or yeah. something, or go out to there and like you know do their thing. But uh, and then it's funny too because he doesn't, you know, Fugit doesn't care. He doesn't care about the. He already have one, and he just throws it in the trash. Out of that, I you know I forgot that he literally tosses too. the clock in the trash because that's not the. It was a it was a test run for the device. Yeah. It, it was obviously him. I assume and. You can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I would assume that this is actually his first time using it. Uh, this is like a dry yeah. run. This was making sure that the device would actually work the way he thinks it's going. Yeah, to work. I think that's what exactly it is, because it wasn't that. I mean, obviously, they set it up like, oh, yeah, of course, the clock king wants to get this clock that is, you know, very valuable. Of course he does. But when he as soon as he just tosses it in the trash it's like oh okay so yeah it definitely was a a test run for this device because we know what he ultimately wants to do later on because let's face it he's still he's still not happy with mayor hill i still and i still it blows my mind every time we see mayor hill's mansion going seriously you're a mayor there's no reason you should have a house that freaking big i mean it's just it goes you gotta remember then that hill worked as a lawyer yeah which of course is what we learned in the last clocking episode right didn't go well when it came to that but yeah so um yeah he does that and i thought that was just like funny and then of course we go to gordon's office and i of course this scene was like just branded in my head because it was that whole thing of like obviously they're watching the footage and seeing it and then it's like hey slow it down and then you briefly i i kind of i loved like when they slow down the footage and you see the clock kind of like stretch a little bit and you see the hand you see his hand come in there and see if you gets hand I, that that's one of those things where i was like i always thought that was just so cool so cool you know, and then, well, I, I think it's an awesome. Of course, I still love the old the old days. Like rewind, yeah. pause, <laughs> rewind, pause. <laughs> down, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, trying to get it. Okay, but this is the cool connection I made because Batman says so. We don't have another invisible man. Yeah, of course, I was like, oh, cool call, a cool callback, cool callback to see no evil. Yeah, you know that was a great callback. Do you know what the fun thing was? Dan Reba directed Cena. Okay, Reba. so yeah, there it is. There's that connection. I like it. Yeah, because I when he said that too, I was like, oh yeah, that's from that one episode duh, that he was doing. Because obviously, yeah, you would probably think like, huh, is there an Invisible Man that's 
that's uh, taking some stuff. But yeah, uh, but of course, yeah, we see the footage with the clock. And then, of course, immediately, the, obviously, since Dick saw him or, you know, in the mirror and everything, obviously, they're going to automatically go like, yes, obviously, it's Fugit. He's probably going to be coming after Hill. So let's uh, let's uh, contact him and be like, hey, let's start uh, getting some heavy security over there because... Yeah, he's going to be coming back. He, you know, even Batman goes, I don't think like, you know, even time and, you know, time in the joint. Uh, in, I don't think that softened what how he feels about Mayor Hill. Yeah. Mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a fun it is to do the Tempest Fugit voice. <laughs> it, it, it's hard. I, I've been resisting not even talking. <laughs> you have you have been trying so yeah, hard. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's always painful. Yeah, I know, because not. it's just so easy to do. You know, just you just bring it up to right there. It's just uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. But yeah. So um, and then, of course, you know, uh, you know, Dick with this whole thing was like, yeah, I guess that's the hand that everybody's talking about. You know, the hand that's quicker than the eye. Uh, oh, that was such a dumb joke. That was so <laughs> stupid. Like, okay, give me all give me all the time puns for the rest of the episode if you would just eliminate that one dumbass joke. Oh, that was just dumb. I know. It was like that the was hand. <laughs> that's good. Oh, uh, but anyways, and then uh then we may uh, meet um Professor or you know uh Wakiti. Right. Wakiti, yeah. Wakiti. Oh, no, Wakati, 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 Wakati. 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 I don't know why that, yeah, no, it's fine. I, I had to. I even made sure I wrote the name down. Yeah, because I will fully admit, I was listening to Doctor Wakati's voice, going, "Who the hell is that?" I know that voice. Even I had to. Not only did I have to look at the credits, I looked at the credits and went, "Who the hell is that?" Aww. And I had to. And even I had to go. And look him up. And who is he? Okay. <laughs> do you want a live action version that you would maybe be familiar with? Or do you want to know why his voice would sound particularly familiar? Well, let's get you? the live action first. Okay. <laughs> what I know him from, because he won an Emmy for it, okay. was he was a recurring guest star on the Cosby Show. Okay. He was a, okay on the Cosby Show. Interesting. Hold on, I I I came I came prepared. Nice. Um, okay, so do you want uh do you want a still from the Cosby Show or do you want like just him? Let's do a still from the Cosby Show. Okay, here you go. Here is a still from the Cosby Show. Come on, there it is. Oh, okay. So it's the guy uh, all the way on the left. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. His name is Roscoe Lee Brown. Okay. He was one of those, you know, when when uh, Cliff's, you know, friends were like, because then I looked at going, screw me, that's Christopher. I forgot he was in the Cosby show yeah. right next Homer's to it. Right there. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. And then Earl Hyman. I mean, yeah, I've seen him in things, too. But yeah. OK, so there you go. OK. And uh, what else? What else has he uh, done? Like, oh, like OK. Now, here's where the animation comes in. Okay. Emmy nominated as the voice of the Kingpin in the Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. <laughs> oh, wow. So this guy's, you know, his voice has been around. That's pretty cool. I like it. I, once I saw that, I went, that's oh, my God, old. there's that voice. Oh, that's yes, there it is. Mm, there you go. I like it. Um, but, yeah, so Wakati, he's one. And then, it, it, you know, it, it's a 
pretty interesting concept too because um we see his you know his lab and he's got one instance of he's got an iron ball that's falling and of course it's just slowly 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 and then you got a plant that is moving very quickly so i don't you know so it's it's cool that you know when it, when it comes to this episode they're showing you exactly how this device works how it could work both ways it could speed things up big time or it could just totally suspend and slow things down big time and it could be utilized so if any he talks about it right here is the fact that you know talks about it to fugit of course who is his butler harold you know you know, obviously he's talking about it, it, the fact that he's a butler i'm like you know well it's fitting with his look i'm like you know it's almost he almost he's almost looks alfred like um he does almost look Alfred like <laughs> yeah. you are not wrong about yeah. that. He looks Alfred like, but he brings up the fact that if somebody has an illness and maybe they don't have a cure for it yet, you could sus suspend that. And then, of course, that almost reminds me of Heart of Ice a little bit too, of suspending somebody in a state. I mean, obviously, this is not freezing; it's time. But yeah, you could slow down that process to once you figure it out then you can like bring them out but but of course it's very touchy i mean you get in the wrong hands which this episode shows that yeah could be uh could be bad could be very bad yeah and and then of course after this you know he he takes the device and then he immediately shows up at mayor hill's office and I love how he talks to himself, though, in his room beforehand, though. He has to you have to give that exposition, you know, so he's talking to him, the monologuing. Yes, the, the monologuing, you know, because we, we got to know that. Oh, yeah, he's he's still got it in for uh, for Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I think it's interesting. Um, maybe something about this episode didn't hit as hard as now that I'm older that it did when I was a kid, because I you got to. I'm wrong here, but you've got to think that if this episode's coming out in 1994, we we didn't have bullet time. Bullet time doesn't show up until 99 with the Matrix. It's almost like this episode predicts what we are eventually going to be able to do in live action with bullet time and slow and the kind of stuff that almost has become cliche and old hat in movies this episode in animation sort of predicts that the idea that someone is moving so fast that everything else looks like it's at a complete standstill. Yeah. And obviously, you know, look what we saw in Zack Snyder's justice league when it came to the flash, you know, you have things that are like from his perspective, I mean, that's immediately what I thought when we actually see when we actually see the clock. King. Like when he's saving Iris. Yes. Yes. And we see Clock King and when we actually see his perspective of everything, because that's what's so what's what's good about the obviously the structure of this episode. You got 22 minutes to just kind of show all this. And at first it's like, OK, he's just whoop, and just vanishing. But then we finally get to a point where we actually see his perspective, which is. No, it's just everything's just slowing down around him. So then obviously he's just moving at normal time, according to him. Um, but obviously, obviously you're going to be going to Mayor Hill's uh, office and uh, it's his office, right? Or it's, his, it's not his mansion. It's his office, right? Yeah. Yes, it's his, his office. office. Yeah. And then, of course, Batman and Robin are staking out um, the place. And then, uh, of course, uh, Fugit shows up. And uh, yeah. And then I love how he just like he immediately when he walks in, he like the elevator he goes 
wait. And he just he realizes, how can I use the elevator when everything's at a standstill? And then, of course, he has to take the stairs up. And there's like a, a hefty woman that is about to take a nasty spell. That's going to be a nasty spell. Yeah, sorry. You just, I, know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I particularly liked how they showed the fan moving yeah. super slow mm-hmm. to, to, to show how fast he's actually moving that he can actually see the blades moving on the fan but then it's also really cool when he gets to mayor hill's office he just knocks on the door but then what, what robin here just like this it sounds like a machine gun it's like yes. it's like from his perspective you're dent dent and then all of a sudden you see hill it goes dent, dent, like that and robin's like ah like what the hell because yeah i mean i yeah it's a cool little effect that they do to to now we're back into reality of course when it comes to all this and yeah i even said that the knock sounds like a machine gun and uh yeah so then of course we have uh the meeting of course the clock king and mayor hill uh back at it and of course yeah fugit's just doing his thing talking and everything whose life you ruining now mayor hill <laughs> a pensioner some poor old <laughs> Yes, exactly. God, that voice is so great. Um, um, so then, of course, when this is all happening, I love like how, uh, you know, Batman and Robin are just like, you know, they're the what do they call that? They're kind of dropping down or I forgot exactly what the term is when you're on a rope and you're obviously scaling down like the building and everything. And they're about ready to um uh, make their move uh, when everything's happening. But, yeah, and it, you know, it's a cool little setup. I mean, it is a cool setup. Yeah. And they, and they blind him with the light. I yeah. like them trying to fight him when he can just move like it. It's a precursor because once again, we're in Batman, the animated series. Yeah. We haven't introduced Superman yet. We haven't introduced the justice league yet into this universe. So it's like Batman and Robin trying to fight the flash. It really is because I mean, it gets to the point where he's literally spinning around so fast. Like he's the Tasmanian devil and you know, and that's causing all, you know, they can't really do much. I mean, yeah, you could try to lasso him up, but it's not going to work to the point where even Batman it ends up coming back on him. So yeah, it's kind of cool seeing that and try them trying to take that down. Yeah, they're they, they they're not they're not successful. Let's face no, it, they are not. <laughs> um, of course, then they now I cannot remember. Do they do they damage his device? Because he also has like spares. Because he uses he he starts attaching the devices to different things yeah. as the sequence goes on. Because he doesn't have just the yeah. one device. Yeah, he's got multiple, but. Uh, when he escapes, he uh, trips over the woman that that fell. So she's yes. already she's already at the at a at, a, at one of the you know probably like when the staircase turns and the flat surface of it. So he ends up tripping over her, and then that breaks the device a little bit. But it, somehow, or I guess he has multiple. Yeah, like you said, he has multiple. So, but I don't think they broke the device. I think his fall tripping over his her. Fall, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that was one point. Like it, 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 it got a lot of a lot was going on at that at that one point. Yeah, because he's going outside and you got the cops that are about to, you know, about to jump him, and then he finally like gets it going again. You hear the that whole thing, that sound effects. I love doing the sound effects in this episode, by the way. You're having some fun tonight. I'm having some fun. I'm having some fun with the sound effects and voices. That's for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, he, it is funny, too, because when everything stops and then he 
get, sees the cop car and then he looks over and he goes, hmm, the Batmobile. And that's just, and you go, okay, what's going to happen with the Batmobile? Um, because it's just kind of like, okay, he has to. That gave me some Batman Returns vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when, when we get to this point, oh, yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, I was, I was right there. I even wrote it down too. But yeah. So then he, of course, escapes. Um, in the cop car and and then and then batman and robin proceed uh to uh or they they go after him and yeah and sure enough he there's some and this is like a very it's a cool sequence i think it's kind of cool because but oh, it's so it, cool it's like the most memorable part yeah. of this episode for me yeah because all of a sudden it just goes and they get they get stopped and everything around them is just moving 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 and it's really cool because you're just seeing like you know it's yeah it's it's just a cool little sequence, cool animation too. When you're seeing like the lights and you're seeing like, you know, the sun moving fast and then it's dark and you're seeing all this stuff, but you know what? E equals MC square kids, which I love that he pulled that one, you know, unless I check E equals MC square. <laughs> right. It, I love you. Like, but try to explain exactly what that, like, what was that supposed to mean? Of course, the idea is that their mass yeah. And they're just staying there. So something that's going to hit them super fast is going to cause, you know, the possibility of an atomic explosion because God, Robin's face. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, because once again, equals squares the idea that at the as mass moves faster, you know, it's it's generating more. Energy. It's generating more energy. Yeah. And so because all mass is, is contained energy and you just need something that's going to release that contained energy which i think is interesting because when they finally disabled the device what does the batmobile do it it literally shoots like a bat out of hell, like, ah, hell. Yeah. sorry my my, my southern yeah, kicked in there bat out of hell bat out of hell because it had so much potential yeah. energy built up because they had been for it was like the car was moving in relative relatively slow to the world around it but the car was still moving in its little bubble this is where my brain like <laughs> goes crazy because i love science fiction so yeah. much so when you deal with the physics of relativity and you know the you know einstein's whole uh the the twin story are you familiar with the twin story with how twin story maybe i am so the so the the idea that if you took two, if you took twins, you left one on Earth and you put one in a starship approaching the speed of light, that when the starship came back, the twin that was left on Earth would be older than the twin that was moving closer to the speed of light mm -hmm. because perception of time. Yeah. It, it's the it's light year. Yeah. If you've seen light, there you year, go. Yeah, you know how that's that's good. That's good. that's what light year. Is was all the people on the planet were getting older and buzz was staying the same because he was moving so fast that's relativity yeah so the idea was they're moving so slowly that when they basically catch up to real time that that batmobile just like it, yeah and then of course trying to build up all that trying to control it because it built up all that potential energy yeah the only the only nitpick i have is after they crash the car and robin looks up at the clock and goes we've lost about 48 hours the one thing i call bullshit on is you want to tell me they stayed in the same spot for 48 hours and nobody exactly hit them. exactly 
I'm talking bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. That's exactly what I was just thinking about right now. As you were talking about that, I'm like, yeah, the fact that they're on the road, you can't tell me that they're like, you know, all of a sudden police and firefighters and everything are like not showing up going, what the fuck? Why is the Batmobile in this glowing ball and just sitting there, you know? There, uh, I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's like nobody gave a shit for two days. They just were like, hey, everybody avoid the uh, the, the little glowing ball thing with the Batmobile in it. Just avoid it. I mean, you got to tell me that the, the traffic reports didn't have that. It's like, oh, yeah. Um, by the way, the traffic in Gotham today at 7 a.m. Avoid this glowing ball that has the Batmobile in it. We don't know what's going on, but maybe Batman and Robin are just doing some kind of crazy experiment. Just avoid it. Try not to crash into it. It's in the middle of the road. <laughs> but yeah, I was with you on that too. I'm like, eh, they could have. In the middle of downtown. Yeah, I'm like, maybe if the Batmobile was on a side street or something else, I could get around that a little bit more. But I know they had to have it like that because of all the cool little, you know, the lights of the cars and stuff like that. They wanted that cool little effect, but. Yeah, I was I was totally right there with you when it came to all that. And then, of course, you know, since about, yeah, yeah, like you said, literally a bat out of hell after getting out of that. And then they crash it. And then it's like, all right, well, we got bikes. Let's go to uh, Wakata, Wakati's uh, um, place. And sure enough, he's also stuck in suspended animation because before that, you know, obviously he was trying to um, he was trying to summon Fugit and goes into his room. And basically, we get that whole villain thing of like, I have been lying to you, Akita. You know, it's like it's one of those. I haven't been honest with you. Shocker, I know. So, you know, poor Wakiti. You know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, but when they find him, he's like, eh. That was another thing that stuck in my brain, too, is the shot of him like, no, Harold. And then when they get him out of there, uh, at a suspended um, time, I guess you could say. So. Yeah, um, it was funny though, because when he's doing the whole time dilation thing, he's walking around the 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 opening of the new courthouse. Mm. It was a cool thing I never picked up on until this time. Did did you hear that uh, Temple was humming something? No, I, I mean I know he was humming, but I don't know what it was. Oh, because he, he was saying dun dun da dun dun da dun da dun, which. If you're familiar with it, is Chopin's funeral? Mm, see, there you go. Hmm, something interesting. Yeah, I did not catch that. I know he was like humming something, but I just didn't think about it. I was like writing stuff, so that's pretty cool. I like that. Well, that's because the music in this episode got my attention yeah. because I don't. Okay, you're gonna have to remind me if if because obviously uh, the Clock King had a theme, which yeah. I thought cool and i'm trying to remember if he had this theme in his first appearance or not but it was it was so cool because it because it had that syncopated you know because it was like da 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 because it's you know once again syncopated because it's off the beat yeah it's not and but it sounded so cool you know the way that you know that that what that one particular part before it went into the da 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 and i'm just like oh my god this is i i love the music in this show so much yeah i mean i think he did have a theme but maybe like shirley walker did something different with it maybe well carl johnson actually composed this oh oh okay okay 
So maybe he just did something different. With so, it. He took uh, like what she did with the first one and maybe just did something different to go with what's happening in this episode and have it. Well, because with the episode being called Time Out of Joint, yeah. it would be cool the idea that they took his theme and made it a, a syncopated uh, yeah. musical motif. That's here. Awesome. I, yeah, that's 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 something we might have to look at. That's that's pretty awesome. If he did do if they did do something like that. Yeah. And I would not put it past him because just little things like that, just little things like that, which is what makes this damn show so special. Love it. It is. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, but yeah, so of course he's putting like, you know, a bomb underneath the podium uh, for Mayor Hill because, uh, well, apparently Mayor Hill, Mayor Hill to uh, you know, with this new courtroom and everything that's be that's going to be ha- or this courthouse that's going to be unveiled, he's going to take a big, huge mallet and slam it against the podium. I, I guess that's whatever. <laughs> if you, it's it's for effect. It makes him look cool. I don't know why that that would have to be. Uh, whatever, whatever happened to a ribbon cutting? <laughs> I mean, I thought that's just what people snip. That's it. Because when it happens, Mary Hill has trouble. It, it's 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 like the Avengers trying to live. Thor's Thor's hammer. hammer. Yeah, they, yeah. He's, he's having difficulties. It's like that scene in, scene in Ultron. He's having difficulties um, when it happens. But of course, um, obviously, they lost the 48 hours, Batman and Robin. And we were talking to Wak- Wakati is the fact that um, how this is going to be unveiled, it's going to happen in like what, two minutes, I think Dick says, like two minutes. And they don't, yeah, two, two and a half minutes yeah. or something like that. Because I love Batman's reaction where he's like, You got 30 seconds to teach me how this works. <laughs> yes, I know. It's just like, and he's like, You better, yeah, just say it now because, um, yeah, because there's no phone, uh, no phone service, no cell phone service. This is dead zone, he says. And then, of course, he has no, no phones himself because he wanted to be very much secluded when it comes to his work. And, uh, yeah, so then we get a cool sequence of course when it comes to batman and robin now they have these devices on the on the cycles and they're just just speeding right through this whole thing and yes of course we get dick grayson looking over and seeing a bird barely flying and he's faster than a speeding bullet speeding bullet yes good one yes we know where yeah obviously that's about that's about up there Getting the the circuses halfway to Metropolis by now. Yeah, it's just like, let's like that's the level. It's one of those things where in the writers' room they're like, "Come on, we got it, we got it, we got to do it." You know, I'm like me. I would have preferred more of a flash reference because of what's happening here, and you know, but people are gonna recognize that because I mean, Jesus Christ, you go all the way back to the the schuster or whatever the hell the, the you know faster than a speeding bullet can you know. More powerful than a locomotive, you know, can a leap, you know, whatever the hell. But we all know that faster than a speeding bullet is always. Well, it's actually because that was actually unveiled in that in that radio show. And then then it went from the radio show and they used the exact same. Literally, they ripped it from the show to put it on top of the George Reeves TV show, The Adventures of Superman. So. But still, it's like we don't even have Superman in this world yet, no. and yet we get that reference. And it was just like, but up, yeah. okay, like we got you. We see what you're doing there. Um, and then yeah, and then uh, you know, basically, if you get wants to uh, savor the moment of the mallet, and this is of course what I of course want to watch as the clip because it's just a cool clip because you got Batman and Robin showing up. You got the mayor about to just do it, and I love Fugit's face because he's just like. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's so happy. He's so happy that this is gonna happen. So 
Um, let's go ahead and get this up right here because I think it's cool because, you know, Batman has a little bit of a flash moment, I would say. I would say, you know, we get a Batman flash. Oh, I had I had another reference to go with okay. that. Let's see. Hmm, okay, we'll see. But yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Look at how happy he is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right there. It can't be. It can't be. Oh. oh. Didn't get there in Ooh. time. Too late. It's triggered. <laughs> you got this, bats. I love how he just has that one, like, tucked into, like, his underwear. Right? Go <laughs> down. <laughs> So, cool. so you know what I was thinking during this entire sequence right now? What? Something just can't get rid of a bomb. Ah, duh. Because you cannot tell. <laughs> somebody in that writer's room did not have the Batman 1966 movie in their head oh, when they storyboarded that. Oh, man. See, I missed that. I didn't think about that. I was too busy. Oh thinking, man! I was too busy oh. thinking about like uh, uh, Flash. Like he was just basically the Flash right there. So I didn't even think about that. Damn it! Damn it! Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb, man. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched Batman '66 the movie, do it. It's great. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's it's an experience to somebody, watch that somebody movie, uh, you know? somebody cut that together. You know, <laughs> somebody cut that together. Make a little edit. Post it on Twitter. Because he even throws it into the river. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. I just, but it's such a cool scene because, yeah, it's just like it's. A, so not only is he moving fast, he's got. So he's moving fast, and he's got another device on the bomb that's slowing the explosion, slowing it down. Yeah. Right. So it's like both the capabilities of this device working as one. And he, you know, Batman walked on water. So there you go. If you want to, you know make any of those uh jesus references and stuff like that anyways um <laughs> but yeah so he does that and then uh and then i love it too where it's just like he tries to get away and robin just trips him just trips i know him. <laughs> just trips him and then i think he said i don't even write it down but he of course he's like your time is up i don't know another oh my pun. god there's another pun <laughs> that he he uh did and of course this time the device is completely shattered and uh and then, of course, the Clock King is now done going back to what? I don't know if he's going back to Arkham. He's probably going back. No, he got go to Blackgate. Yeah, yeah. He's not. No, sorry, Stonegate. I always Stonegate. forget. God, yeah. it's still the weirdest thing in my brain why in the show they called it Stonegate. <laughs> yeah. Blackgate, you know. Uh, it's, yeah, the names can get confusing. But um, but then, of course, uh, uh, Wakati just says, like, you know, you know, people aren't ready for this device, even though it could really benefit people. But he's like, you know what? After this whole thing, because he trusted somebody and he doesn't trust anybody. He's a very much a recluse. He's he's just all about his work and all about that. And he's just like not human, uh, you know, humankind ain't ready for ain't ready for this power for sure. Yep, and then the episode is over. That's so, it. It's it. I mean, I think I remembered this episode more fondly than I had. Like, it's still a fun episode, I'm, yeah. and I'm not going to take it. Away. It's still a it's still a really fun clocking episode. I, I just, I think I just remembered it more fondly yeah. than than this rewatch gave it. Yeah. 
I like I said, there were way more clock, there were way more time puns yeah. than I remembered being in this episode. No, I'm right there with you because even though I like, you know, I, uh, I love this episode, but it's just, yeah, but I do remember as a kid, I just thought it was so cool because just as a kid, you're just like, I love sci the sci fi elements, the time elephant, el uh, elephants, the elements, um, you know, just, <laughs> I know, yeah, geez, the elephant in the room, um, no, but yeah, I think I was just that's. That's what really just stuck with me was that whole thing because you know I watched Back Back to the Future like how like crazy even though this is not similar to Back to the Future but it just has to do with time and just love the concept of different ways to show that and it's just you know like you said this kind of you know comes to bullet time and things I mean again even just with Zack Snyder Justice and showing the Flash obviously we saw that in the Flash TV show too and we saw it with like Quicksilver in um in the X-Men universe you know with that and the whole concept of like it's when you're seeing it from the perspective of the person they're moving pretty normally and everything else is just you know bullet time you know everything so oh my but, god I just that just reminds me of that great moment in uh Oh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that scene rocks so much in Days okay. of Future Past. So good. Just like with everything and just with the music and everything and then just him just like moving things and just, yeah, it was just so cool. I mean, they did it again in Apocalypse, but, you know. They, it, felt, it felt like they were copying. They, it, it was. And it was. Copy it was cool that wasn't as good was, as the original. He was rescuing everybody. And I thought, all right, that's cool. But at the same time, it was like. Yeah, but the days of future past, you just can't you can't beat that to the point where he just goes, you know, like there's soup up in the air. And he goes, dude, you know, he just kind of just, hey, let me just try out this soup that's like flying in the air. It's, it's like Barry grabbing the hot dog. Yes. Oh, you're just like, what the hell? See, and that's the thing is like, even when it came to Zack Snyder and, uh, you know, them doing that with that, I thought they upped it a little bit too. Just, I mean, it was a similar concept, but obviously. They had it. They they did it differently because it's the Flash, so you have to add a lot of you know obviously lightning, just lightning. <laughs> and stuff. But I just love the fact that you know when we first see it happening, and then he just literally runs out of his shoes. You know, it was like that whole thing, and then just seeing like the um just like you know when he stops and you see like the asphalt go and just like just do all just those little added things because you know who knows like what it would actually be like when you're actually if you actually were to do this stuff but just 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 the way that everything is just how the molecules can break down like they do like his shoes just totally just 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 obliterated they just get obliterated because he's moving so fast and then just little things like that little details that's what i like little details yeah, so I, I like I said, I just, I think it's cool. This episode kind of predates all of it. Yeah, yeah, kind of set, kind of set, the predicts point. it. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes you wonder too. And like Christopher Nolan, when he was, you know, doing the uh, his Dark Knight trilogy, and obviously we know that he did have to, he did totally take take a dive and watch some of these episodes. I'm kind of wondering if he ever like took a gander at this episode and maybe went, huh, you know, because we all know that. Nolan loves his, you know, the perception. I mean, look at Inception when it talked about like, hey, you know, it's 10 minutes for, you know, the whole 10 minutes, 10 hours, like what Dick said. I mean, look at Inception when, when it came to the different levels. Or Interstellar, which is yeah. where it goes hard yes, in Interstellar. Hard so I'm like, man, where are you, Christopher Nolan, with like a, I'm surprised he didn't want to use Clock King 
in like the dark matter. But then again, it's, you know, maybe it's like that was a little too sci-fi when it came to his grounded universe. But anyways, what do we got next week? Catwalk. Catwalk. Ooh, on the catwalk. And I shake my little tush on the catwalk. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to remember this episode. Catwoman, obviously. Um, but man, All I can remember is who is in it. Um, do you want? Yeah, yeah. To, go ahead. Let's do, do a little to... pre pre game. Okay, it's a team up between Catwoman and the Ventriloquist. Oh wow! Damn, I am okay. Damn, I'm gonna this one. I'm going in like not remembering it really that much. I remember the the title, but I'm like, okay, wow, Ventriloquist and Catwoman. I'm like, what is the plot in this? All right, well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to, to go down because I'm I like it, like it always happens. Oh yeah, um, I remember how it ends. Like this is one of those episodes that right now I remember the ending of the episode, but that's it. Hmm. And uh, Mr. Venom says it has to be one of his least favorite episodes. Hmm. Okay, hmm. so this might be okay. this might be uh you know one of those where we got it. We kind of go. Uh, you know, because we've had some good, we've had some good ones. We've had definitely had some good ones and we've that we've enjoyed. So, and definitely enjoyed this one. And I think we've uh, discussed it, you know, as much as we can. The time is up for this episode, Scott. So go ahead and promote yourself. Okay. No, just, just stop. <laughs> just, just, just stop it right I had now. To, I had to get one more in. Come on. Holding it back, and I got the Jam- Patreon, I got the Patreon stream. Don't collect your son; he's drunk. Just- yeah, I know, right? I, I know. I don't. I know. I didn't even have a drink. I, know I had one before this, but I didn't have. I totally forgot to pour one before the stream. I know, I'm you're- trying something new tonight, by the way. This what is, is that a- Golden Monkey. Interesting victory. Yeah, it's a it. Belgian style Trapel ale with added spice. Ooh, okay, pretty good. It's it's uh, it's different. It's, different. Uh, it's not good. It's not it's not good. It's it, it's like one of those that's like I'll drink the other five. Yeah. Uh, probably won't buy it again. Okay. But it's not like I'm like like I'm not spitting it out. No, that makes sense. No, it's always good to change it up, you know. And then you see yeah. something, you know, it's got a cool little logo on it, you know. It's one of those things where I literally was like, I walked into, yeah. It's one of those things where I just walked in the grocery store and it was just like, let me try yeah, this. Why not? You know, yeah, I like it. All right. All right. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find the podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcasts can be found. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. Patreon.com slash squadcastmedia. Uh, while it's we were trying to record a new episode, but I will go ahead and let you know that if you go ahead and subscribe now for $5 a month, our next Squadcast Movies episode is going to be the Sylvester Stallone classic, Judge Dredd. Ooh, I am the law. The law. You're not the law. I am the law. God, Rob Schneider. <laughs> Man, what were they thinking? But it's fun to watch. Diane Lane Diane and Armand Asante. Yes, that's right. He's uh the baddie. That's right. He is the yeah. baddie. Yes. Man, I haven't watched that in forever. But man, Diane Lane. Oh. <sighs> I know. She, right. She's just so hot, so hot, and as aged very very well very well like a fine wine anyways all right guys we'll go ahead and smash that like thumbs up we appreciate you guys uh being with us share the stream if you want to of course uh it'll be on uh audio streaming if uh, you didn't catch it obviously you know if you're listening to it on audio right now 
you're welcome. All right. So uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, do all that. Subscribe to the channel and uh, we'll see you guys next weekend. Uh, we obviously were a little earlier because I'm doing the Patreon stream. So if you guys want to be a part of that, subscribe to the Patreon, have a chat, come on, talk to me a little bit if you want. And uh, we'll be talking, of course, because uh, it's been a little bit and uh, always fun to talk to those guys. All right. So I'll see you guys in a little bit when it comes to that. But when it comes to talking Batman, we'll see you next week at probably the normal bat time, bat channel. All right. See ya.